The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. mission card this week is from Esther Hicks, who said, there is a life stream that flows to you. And this is a stream of clarity, a stream of wellness, a stream of abundance. And in any moment, you are allowing it or not. What someone else does with the stream or not does not have anything to do with how much of it will be left for you. So powerful. So we love an affirmation. We're going to share that with you. And the affirmation is, I am always in the abundant stream of divine good. The universe expresses through me with effortless ease, manifesting as endless love, vibrant health, and ceaseless abundance. Now, hearing someone affirm their ultimate truth, in my opinion, is like being immersed in the vibration of the sacred sound ensemble on Sunday morning. Bless you. The affirmation has power. The affirmation has energy. The affirmation itself contains all the formative essence of the universe to attract an experience which is congruent with every single attribute affirmed within the affirmation. So let's understand something. Are we saying that the affirmation itself is an outlet for the omnipotent energy of source. Well, yes, kind of, and no, kind of. You see, the affirmation has power, energy, and tension. The instance someone has spoken it. The affirmation does not receive the formative energy from the universe directly, however. It receives energy from the one who speaks the affirmation. The affirmation itself is a device, like an appliance. And any appliance or, de or device, as any de de appliance or device, it will continue to operate based solely on the energy it receives. So recall a couple of months ago when the remnants of one of the hurricanes rolled through Atlanta. Which one was that? Irma. Irma came through. And people all over town lost power. And we have friends who have this huge, and I mean huge freezer in their basement, and they always kept it filled with, keeps it, keep it filled with all kinds of stuff. Well, they lost everything in their freezer because they lost power for many days. Now, the freezer was still a freezer, only without being plugged into a constant energy source, the appliance, the device for a means to an end could not fulfill its purpose. The affirmation, the device utilized for a means to an end, works exactly the same way. It needs a consistent energy source. It needs to be consistently plugged in to the current of your consciousness. How did Esther put it? 
there is a life stream that flows to you. And this is a stream of clarity, a stream of wellness, a stream of abundance, a stream of <coughs> um, allergies. And in any moment, you are allowing it or not. And when she says life stream, she, of course, is referring to the stream of source flowing with clarity and intuition and tension through you. And it's in that instant that we speak the affirmation with clarity and intention, we are allowing the stream of source energy to flow through the appliance of the affirmation to a desired outcome. So, when someone does that, focuses on the affirmation, they have literally plugged their affirmation, their device for good, into the endless stream of energy, of the energy of the life flowing through them. The instant their thought wavers, worry, doubt, fear, the contemplation and opinions and judgments of others, they have unplugged from their appliance, and we would add plugged into a different one, which serves as a repudiation of the higher intention. So just as presence just as presence is your power source, you are the power source for your affirmation. The only difference is source has no choice but to flow through you and as you. Whereas you have the choice, the free will, to choose what you will energize with your thoughts, words, and deeds. You know, if we were to drive through some parts of Atlanta, some parts of town, we're going to see these huge, huge mansions all lighted up, all getting their energy from Georgia Power. Yet, if we drive through other parts of town, we may see more modest homes all lighted up, just the same, getting their energy from Georgia Power. Different homes, different requirements for energy to operate, yet each have their individual demands met by the same source of energy. The power grid display, supplies the energy based on designated demand, not on designated location. This is why the second half of Esther's quote is so important. What someone else does with the stream or not does not have anything to do with how much of it will be left for you. When a storm comes through and knocks out the power, it's a sure bet other parts of town are also without power. Yet, where's our focus of, at those times? Getting our energy reconnected. It doesn't matter who, do, who does or does not have power in that moment. It matters, as it should, on how we're going to get our power back on. Esther's direction is so right on point that there is a street life stream that flows to you. And this is a stream of clarity, of wellness, a stream of abundance, a stream of boundless energy that is the formative essence and endless good of God living this journey as you. This flow of source energy does not end where you begin. Quite the contrary, it exponentially expands where you begin by continuing its flowing stream through your every thought, 
word and deed. It is through the realization that you are the power source to your every affirmative prayer, visualization, and distinguished intent. You no longer slumber in the effects of life and are prepared to be the masterful first cause for your experience. It is within, from this realization, you experience the awakening, which is the title of our lesson this morning, The Awakening. So, we have a little parable for you, and it goes like this. Once upon a time, there was this divorced lady. She was out walking along the beach one day, and she was contemplating just, just how poorly she was treated in her divorce settlement. And suddenly, she saw a magic lamp wash up on shore. She rubs the lamp, and out pops this genie. And the genie says that he will grant her three wishes, but here's the catch. It's always a catch, you know. Here's the catch. He will give her ex-husband ten times the amount of whatever she wishes for. Well, she, of course, thinks this is unfair, but reluctantly, she makes her first wish, and her wish is for a billion dollars. That's a billion with a B. And poof, all of a sudden, she's sitting in, an, in the middle of a pile of a billion one-dollar bills. And the genie reminds her that her husband is now the recipient of ten billion dollars. Well, she gets a little ticked off at this. But she decides she'll go ahead and ask for her second wish. And, and she wishes for a beautiful mansion on the shore of her own private beach. And poof, the wish is granted. And Jen the genie reminds her that her ex-husband now owns ten mansions and points down the beach to a cluster of these ten beautiful mansions. Well, upon hearing this, the woman takes her time to contemplate her last wish. And just as the genie was about to give up on her, the woman excitedly says, I got it. I know what I want for my last wish. And the genie says, all right, what is that? And warns her again, though, just remember, whatever you wish for, your ex-husband will get ten times that amount. She's not a problem. I'm good. What I want is I want to give birth to triplets. <laughs> and he... he Finally sunk in there, didn't it? Yes, it takes a moment. So here's the moral. By focusing on a power outside of ourselves and what someone else may or may not manifest, we shortchange ourselves for the good we are capable of manifesting and the effortless ease by which this very same good may flow into our lives. You have all the spiritual creativity power, authority, intelligence, and wisdom to transform and create all of your grandest desires or your smallest of goals. Universe doesn't choose. You get to choose. Within you is the sleeping giant. And this is the time to awaken this powerful giant. I know several who know that, but they keep people who, who know how powerful they are, that, that giant's within them, yet they keep hitting the snooze button. All this stuff out here within the physical realm which grasps an individual's attention is an appeal 
to her or his divinity, to create something more, to transform that which needs to be transformed, to awaken the spiritual master of the giant that they are, and to be habitually proactive in thought, word, and deed in crafting a journey which allows them to affirm, know, and practice. I am always in the abundant stream of divine good. The universe expresses through me with effortless ease, manifesting as endless love, vibrant health, and ceaseless abundance. Just as the affirmation is an extension of the energy of the stream of life throwing through the individual, the experience, the journey, this realm of effect, all that stuff in the physical is an extension of this very same energy. Therefore, when, we, when, when an experience is viewed as, let's just say, something with the potential to become more, the individual will want to unplug the focus of their thought from that experience and plug into a thought, a mental image of experience which reflects the knowledge, the knowing, the awareness, the experience of being more. The universal energy of the flow of life will flow to whatever thought, image, or deed we plug into it. An unsolvable problem may only exist if, for someone if it has their attention and agreement and acceptance that they are faced with an unsolvable problem. And as you awaken to your spiritual authority and operate from the realization you are the power source to your every affirmative prayer, visualization, distinguished intent, you express as first cause to your experience and the concerns within your journey transform from issues, from problems which need to be fixed to vibrant manifestations of the expanding energetic flow of life which are being expressed. Tony Robbins said, if you identify your problems, but give, identify your problems, but give your power and energy to solutions. So this is what we're talking about, plugging in and your current of consciousness. The longer someone is focused on a problem, the longer they're plugged into it. And subconsciously, they're actually feeding it more energy. The reason the problem stays around is because the thought main stays focused on the issue. But if we can unplug from the problem, we can begin plugging into a solution. So how do we unplug from a problem? That's a big one, right? Because everyone has stuff that goes on from, from, for them from time to time. Not any of you. You know, family and friends you're going to share this with. So look, here's what you do. You find something in your experience that allows you to experience a mental, just a mental break, um, not a break from reality, just, a men, just a, some mental relief from the problem. And that may be listening to your favorite music. That may be watching a TV show that allows you to laugh. That may be going, going on a walk for a journey walk in nature. That may be listening to Norwood's Christmas CD. See, I worked that right in. I'm really good. 
But whatever it is, you have to set your intention to get some relief from the issue. And then plug in, once you've experienced that relief, that little, then you can plug into a solution. And you can begin focusing on that solution consistently. Consistently. And what do we notice what we said earlier? You're plugged in with your every thought, vision, and deed. Affirmation, vision, and deed. And I, we like to say deed because you cannot plug into a spiritual solution and not offer actions, supportive actions, that do not reflect that spiritual solution. The affirmative action that you take that's in support of the new idea that you have now flowed your, your current of consciousness into, that action is also an extension of the power you're choosing to bring forward. Your first connection with the transformative energy of spirit is through the actions that you yourself take. Got a box delivered yesterday. Amazon Prime. Love Amazon Prime. Without even looking, I opened it up. In there was some kid's toy. And I realized it wasn't for me. So bummed. So very bummed. So the universe, UPS, delivered this package. And it was all nice, but... My assumption was that it was for me. And I opened it joyfully. Now I've got to go and take it across the neighbor since I know I didn't read the label. Okay. But guess what? That didn't hamper my excitement from knowing that another package is coming. That Amazon Prime, UPS, will get my address right eventually. I'm not worried about the neighbors, only mine. So what does that, how does that play out? It means that sometimes we get stuff delivered to us that we can say, oh, this isn't mine. I can either accept it and agree to keep it, or I can send it on its way. And that's plugging into another, a, a solution. That's plugging into that higher power. Now, I could have spent a lot of time and energy calling Amazon and UPS and you delivered the wrong package. You delivered the, the wrong package and you need to come pick it up and yada, 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 and over and over and over again. But guess what? I chose not to do that because I want to maintain that energy and that, that excitement. Well, the universe is working the same way. Every once in a while, something's going to come into our experience that you don't want to agree to keep. You don't want to accept as yours. It could have been that for somebody else right and if so fine but let it go let it go seal the package back up and then plug back into that current of energy that you are and joyfully anticipate what's going to be coming for you Les Brown said listen to yourself listen to yourself the voice that's in your heart and not in your head it will lead you to your goal and what I find is, is when people are focused on all the stuff that's going on out there, they're focused on the voice in their head. How do I make this work? What's going to happen? 
and they disconnect from the energy. They disconnect from the excitement and the passion. Where the heart voice is going, don't worry about how. Heart voice is going, don't worry about how. Heart voice is going, look, you're the outlet for this goal. You're the outlet for this vision, this affirmation. And your, your journey, your purpose is to simply maintain the current of vibration. That's it. You don't have to worry about the how. You don't have to be concerned with, is it too big or too small? The universe is going to take care of all of that for you. Raymond Charles Barker used to say, whatever you have created to this point can be changed, modified, or enhanced. Whatever you have created at this point can be changed, modified, or enhanced. And what we're saying to you is that the physical, with it being an extension of energy, your energy, whether we like what we're experiencing or not, guess what? It's static. It's not static. It's moving. It's always in a constant vibration. And what we're going through right now is just a reflection of what we've offered previously. So we can begin saying, well, wait a second. If I'm going through this right now, that means that I have not plugged into a greater idea. So what that's saying to me is not that I've done something wrong, simply that I have to allow myself to unplug and from what I don't want and plug into a higher idea. And the universe is going to support that. Take a look at, um, I don't know how many of you have seen the, the picture that I used for this week's lesson that's on the calendar and I sent it in the email over the weekend. But the picture has, for the intro for the lesson, it says, when you wake up in the morning, you have two choices. Go back to sleep and dream your dreams or wake up and chase those dreams. Those are our choices. And either choice, what we want to get to, is an intention that we've plugged into. It's an intention that we've plugged into. And so we have to discern, is that intention going to bring us joy, going to bring us happiness? Is it going to be reflective of the power that we know ourselves to be. Ernest Holmes said, break the bonds of apparent necessity and see life as one continuous expression of the infinite self. You were born with potential and talents and capabilities, but you need to work with them. Go beyond them and develop yourself in a new and special way. You do not have to be a victim of the past. We can make Holmes's statement a reality within this journey. We can begin assessing where is my current of consciousness flowing into? Do I need to unplug it? Because this life force that we are, it's never going to stop. It's always going to be creating 24-7. And so we want to peel those layers away of what we except as our experience. Years ago, many years ago, there was a struggling, struggling young artist in Paris, and he was very poor. He was so poor that he couldn't buy a canvas to paint on. And he was out walking one day, and he saw this old painting of Napoleon III, right? And he thought that he could afford it, even on his meager, meager budget. So he bought it, thinking that he would remove the painting 
from the canvas and then used the canvas for his own work. And as he cleaned off the surface paint, he found another picture underneath. And examining it closely, he thought it looked like a fine corone. And immediately, he sought out experts who verified that, yes, this painting was a genuine corone. Now, his days of poverty were instantly over, and his financial future was assured. And this story is a metaphorical of the nature of human beings. At the surface, many people present these imperfect images, lack in harmony, limitation, loneliness, dis-ease. And there are, these are the overlays resulting from past experiences and the opinions and beliefs of both the individual and collective consciousness, which people have accepted and agreed to. Our spiritual efforts consist of one basic purpose, to wipe away the false images and erroneous concepts of life which have been accepted as essential and real, and therefore a permanent condition. Underneath this overlay of human perception is the true truth and power of the sleeping giant, the spiritual master that has always been present. Ask yourself, how do I define myself? How do I define myself? And whatever it is, if there's something in there that's not promoting your highest and best, then begin to remove those less than positive overlays and find that true nature within you, that powerful sleeping giant that exists right now as you are. It's almost as if some people hibernate that energy that they are, and it just needs to be awakened. It needs to be reminded of how accomplished, how powerful, how joyful that they are because they are the force of the divine mind of God living in the now. Living in the now. It's a great story. It's about an engineer named John Roebling. Some of you may know this story, but it's a great story. And Roebling was inspired to build a bridge and at the time, bridge-building experts throughout the world told him his idea for the bridge was too grand. It couldn't be done. But Roebling convinced his son, his son's name was Washington, who was also a young and upcoming engineer, that the bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge, could be built. So the two of them developed concepts, engineering concepts, of how it could be accomplished and how the obstacles could be overcome. And with a lot of passion and inspiration, they hired their crew and began to build their dream bridge. Well, a few months into the construction, there was a big accident at the bridge, and it took the site of John Roebling and severely injured his son. And people thought, his son Washington, people thought the bridge was done for because Roebling was, was, had died, and Washington was left with a permanent brain damage unable to talk, unable to walk. Hmm. And so they just thought it was done. So, even though Washington was unable to move or to talk, he held on to that idea. He remained plugged into that idea, and his mind was just as sharp as ever. 
and he had that desire to complete the bridge. And so an idea hit him in his hospital bed. He developed a code for communication, and he, would, he could only move one finger. But with that one finger, he touched the arm of his wife, tapping out the code to communicate to her to tell the engineers what to do while building the bridge. And for 13 years, he just typed out the instructions with this finger until the Brooklyn Bridge was completed. So there's never a problem too big to solve. When you awaken that sleeping giant of your spiritual mastery and live your journey out of that awareness, when you plug into the solution and unplug from the problem, the current of your consciousness will effortlessly transform anything that you choose. But it's important that you choose to unplug. It's important that you choose to say, this ain't my package. This was not meant for me. So I'm going to ship it on. I'm going to send it on its way and, incite, and it, with a lot of passion and excitement, wait for what I know is rightfully mine. You follow that? Of course you do. I love it when y'all's head nods. <laughs> so, Les Brown said, if you view all the things that happen to you, both good and bad, as opportunities, then you operate out of a higher level of consciousness. When you view all things that happen to you, both good and bad, as opportunities, then you are consistently plugged in to a higher outcome. Your affirmation becomes the device, the appliance through which you meet the means to the end. You meet the means to the end. Look, we're going to have some fun today. Well, we've had fun all day. We'll have a little more fun with you before you go. I know, we know, exactly how powerful you are. We, we see you on Sunday mornings, and your, your auras, your, your energy field that you all project, it's way out here. And sometimes when, I, when you laugh, we can feel your joy and excitement. This, and it just eggs us on, right? But when we see the head nod, it's because you're remembering. It's because you're awakening to the power that you are, to the wisdom, the knowledge that you've always contained. The fun that we want to have with you is to remind you that you came into this journey as extremely powerful spiritual beings. And when you leave this journey, wherever, whenever that is, nobody's checking out tomorrow, just clarifying. But in a few decades from now, you will go into the next journey as extremely powerful spiritual beings. The only question that remains is, will you be plugged into that flow of energy when when you do decide to leave, will you be creating a journey that you look back on and say, wow, that was great. Let's do it again. Or let's see what I can create on the other side. When you leave here this morning, we don't want you to leave going, wow, you know, that sounds good. I think I may implement it. We want you to leave with the awareness that you've already implemented it. 
by right of your being here, by demonstration of you being on this plane of action, you've already demonstrated the principle that you are always plugged into source energy. Now the question becomes, with source energy being that stream of consciousness through you, where will you direct it from here? Why not direct it to those things that serve you best? Why not direct it to, a, to an experience, an idea, an affirmation that allows you to experience a sense of awe at the power of God that you are? Just a thought. And we're going to end on that thought. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me, infinite mind, in as and through me, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering, blesses and multiplies my offering, it does its good and perfect work, it does its good and perfect work, and returns to me, and returns to me, multiplied abundantly, multiplied abundantly. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.